Welcome to the Wealthy Money Property Podcast, your ultimate resource to unlocking your inner property guru and building a property investment portfolio. Now, introducing your host for the show. Hey, property magicians. So welcome to episode 70. Nizo and I were just going like, oh my gosh, we cannot believe we've done 70 episodes, we've shown up for this podcast 70 times. That is awesome. That is awesome. My name is Vangile Makokwa and I am the host of this show. And you can find me under Vangile Makokwa on Instagram and LinkedIn under Wealthy Money on Facebook. And I help women of color heal ancestral money trauma so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase their income, and live their best lives. And with me is my incredible co-host. Hey, Vangile. I am Dr. Miranda, prop doc mom. Um, Find me on Facebook, find me on Insta, and on Rarely on Twitter <laughs> and, and on LinkedIn as well. I am so happy to be here. I am a property mentor and a property podcaster and a property investor. I help um, beginner property investors to believe in the prop- in property as an asset class for investment. And I take you from curiosity to property invent- investor in four weeks. Um, my my mentees stay with me for sixteen weeks and beyond and beyond. These people remove <laughs> they refuse to leave Vangile. I tell True. you they. St- Stay on my because also we form a network mm. of a meetup and we are having an incredible time sharing ideas, sharing finances, yeah. sometimes sharing deals. It's 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 amazing yeah. to be in a mentorship. So welcome to our number 70. 70. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We, are, we even do that. Oh sorry, yeah. no, please go ahead. Share share our I, incredible news. Actually, I wanted to say, don't forget to share our incredible news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay, guys. So, Mizo's going to let me share the incredible news, and then she can share about our incredible guest. So, you know, like, we have, like, so many cool things are happening with our little podcast, our little baby, and Mizo yeah. and I constantly forget to share with people. Um yeah. We were actually voted best performing newbie in town on Podbean in January 2021. I mean, guys, this is kind of huge, right? And we now have over a thousand subscribers. Yes. And also we'll be featured on Podbean's Finance Week in March. So I'll be talking about intergenerational trauma and Nizo will be talking about property 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 and trends. Yeah, we were asked to be one of the podcasts that were featured. This is just so powerful. And of course, we have to keep reminding you guys, we are on iTunes and Spotify now. And in fact, on iTunes, We've been ranked number 15 and number yes. uh, number 15 in South Africa in the investment sector, number 20 in, in uh, Botswana in the investment sector, number 54 um, in the business sector, and I think number 78 or something. something. Yeah. yeah, 70 something in Botswana in business. 
So yep. please, please go to iTunes, go give us a five-star rating. We would greatly appreciate it. We're constantly looking for guests. And it's just incredible when we share with guests that, um, oh, we're also on iTunes and they go, they see the ratings, they see the response. And also um, it's easier for us to book uh, the very high-end guests that we love, the quality guests that we want for this show. So please, please take just five minutes out right now or after the show to go give us a rating on Mm -hmm. iTunes. And I'm going to leave it to Lisa to tell us about our guests. I wanted to to remind people as well, we've got a new feature that we are doing with the podcast then. Um, we do a weekly podcast highlight. This is pre- uh, particularly for new people who have just come across Property Magician's podcast. Wow. You might find it so difficult rifling through F70 episodes, not knowing what you're looking for. What we do, yeah. we do an Instagram live where we highlight an episode at a time. If you are looking for the flipping strategy, for instance, we will have highlighted the episode numbers Mm -hmm. of the flipping strategy. Yesterday, I did a joint session with Van. Fun, fun, fun one. We did episode 25, which which shows uh, how much Osfin has has, has used one property to to generate multiple uh, uh, income streams out of one single property. She she runs Mm -hmm. a student accommodation so join us on Wednesday or Thursdays we are very flexy about it we love it because it's a fun session short session that we do on Instagram and what we'll we'll always do is let you know just before we go on live 30 one hour one hour before we go live and you can join us on Instagram right so follow us on Instagram Uh, follow follow us on Instagram uh, Prop Doc Mom, Doctor, follow me at Vangilin yeah. and you'll catch us for that. It's really so much fun. Thank you for the invite, Nizo. And yeah, you no. tell us about the guests. Oh my gosh, Great I love the, the guests. The guest, the guest just went and fitted into three different categories all at the same time. Whenever we are looking for a guest, there are particular things that we are looking. Firstly, Willy Kalala is a generous guest. Secondly, he is is an adopted South African. He is originally from the DRC. And remember then, our intention for the year was that there are 54 countries in Africa mm-hmm. and we are living in one. We need yes. to feature someone from the other 53. That's the yes. intention for year two. We are sharing with you one of our many intentions. We've got a whole list of intentions for our soul. So we've got uh, Willy Kalala who lives in South Africa for over 20 years now. He does short-term rentals. So he runs an Airbnb um, um, strategy, but that's not where he started. But he is just amazingly generous about how and why you will stay in Airbnb. You will hear for yourself. He is he's very yeah. fun and funny about it. But I really thought he was an incredible guest. So he really was. welcome to our lounge. Yes, welcome guys. So let's get started. Yes, let's go. So welcome, Willie. Thank you for coming through. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you to all the listeners. Yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks, Willie, for trusting me. Um, then Willie just reminded me that we were actually at one of witnesses' conferences in December, and he was sitting behind me. Meanwhile, I thought I met him on Facebook because his posts on Facebook are full of life. You, you are instantly wanting to buy into his model of, of investing. It's so funny. Because oh, I can't I, wait. Yeah, yeah. You are all in for a treat. I really, really love your, your posts, Willie. Welcome again. Yeah. Thank yes. you. I appreciate mm. So, Willie, who are you? What do you do? Can you please introduce yourself? Well, thank you for that opportunity. And sometimes I always say this is one of the biggest questions when you yeah. have to be asked, who are you? <laughs> you know, you don't know where to start. Yeah. You don't know where to end. And you just prefer somewhere in the middle and try to describe who, I, who you are. Well, my name is Willie Kalala. Originally, I'm from uh, DRC, mm -hmm. Democratic Republic of okay. Congo, one of the biggest country in Africa with eight borders from other countries. Eight yes. borders, wow. yeah. Or I didn't know that actually. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. With I, I couldn't believe it when I was told. Of people living there. Yes. No, really? 86 million. Oh, wow. That it is actually imagine? one of the biggest countries in Africa. Yes, it yes. Is. Then uh, Willie is a married man. I have one uh, awesome boy mm -hmm. by the name of Joshua. Okay. And uh, I came to SA about uh, 20 years ago. I will say oh, I'm 50% uh, Congolese and I'm also 50% uh, South African because okay. uh, my <laughs> wife, uh, she's here. She's from SA. My boy is born here. So my second life, oh, I'm I right here in SA. So you are talking to a South African. If you want to give me a name, okay. let me not just choose uh, which part uh, of SA uh, I'm going to, <laughs> to belong to. <laughs> in the background, uh, I, in the, yeah, just before we started the podcast, I gave, I gave him Limpopo <laughs> because I thought his surname just fitted somebody from there, uh, from, 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 from Limpopo. Well, yeah. look, people always okay. mention... Well, when they see me, especially in the travel industry, they just feel like, look, there is no way that you can be from somewhere else. Mm. By the time you open your mouth mm. and start speaking, they say, oh, okay, we thought maybe you are just one of us. I say, yes, Africa is I one. Yes. Africa That's true. is one. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. true. Mm. That's true. Thank you for bringing the flavor from 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 DRC, uh, Willie. Uh, one of our aspirations and our intentions for for the podcast for in its second year is bringing um, all the other fifty three countries to mm. to to the podcast. So, yeah. Thank you for yeah. being the first one here. Oh, so, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, Good. Willie. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I, uh, I reached out to you because I found your post on Airbnb model um, very interesting. Tell us a bit, when you bought your first property, were you thinking of real estate? Um, do you own real estate <laughs> or you just do the model from other people's uh, properties? So, well... 
maybe before I even mentioned the issue of uh, where did I buy my first property, mm-hmm. I just want to give you a bit of background without knowing how the business of property was within me. Okay. Uh, my father had a secure job where he believed you need to work in a government company where social security is offered. And he was always mm-hmm. emphasizing when you are a man, make sure that you buy property, you have a home. That's how oh, you are inspected. Okay. Oh. I, I don't know what it is to rent because I was born into our own home. I grew up there and until when I moved out. So we had uh, this uh, big uh, uh, yard where yeah. our property yeah. used to be. Then when my father decided to pass away, when, when not, not he decided, when he passed away, then we were approached by one pastor because of the location of our property. Yeah. He went, decided to build a church. Oh, we got okay. into agreement where he built a church, then every month he gives us a bit of money and it's going to stay yeah. for a certain period. Then after that, we are going to own the, 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 the building. Awesome. The then after that, we decided, we looked at whatever he was giving us per month. Yeah. It was not as much as if we decided to change the business model by putting it now, by changing it to become a store, storeroom. Because with storerooms, we were going to get more money than what he was giving us. So when the the contract finished, Mm. we didn't want him to renew because we knew exactly that in the area where we were located, it was a prime time, uh, prime location. Okay. There were a lot of demand. Then we right, decided right. to subdivide it into stores to make more money. Wow, and from man. making that more, more, more money, <coughs> to build other rooms to make sure that we utilize the whole empty space that was into the, our land. Oh, that okay. when the idea actually of property started, started. when now i move actually when we were doing such it was just um, not with the real estate idea yeah it was just a way of saying look let's just uh, do something mm-hmm. that i mean i'm coming from a family of 13 people one three <gasps> one mother one father wow so you can imagine how are we supposed to i mean to live you know but yes. thank God that my father was a very strict man. He managed to make sure that we had food, we were sent to school, and all of us, we are graduate. Oh, then my God, I like that. The, the idea now of making sure we're not supposed to suffer, then we created. <laughs> because the, the aim was, if we create more rooms, then we can be able to empower each one. There are those ones who wanted to do other things but they did not have capital yeah so when we get tenants yeah. in one room they give the deposit then we decide two or three people take your direction I so the main reason was to empower everyone Wow. Okay, exactly. that is that's exactly that what we talk about, cool. right? Yeah. A one piece of land, and it gives everybody an opportunity to pursue whatever they want to yeah. pursue. So it wasn't really real estate business; it was a form of survival. But it yes. turned out, yeah. 
that is just yeah. how you use land. It reminds me of episode 20. Love that. Love that. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm. How land is used. So yeah. powerful. So mm. exactly. you, then how did you go from, so you see the setup and then you mm -hmm. go and you buy your first home. Was there, or did you already have that idea as you're watching this unfold on the family land that, okay, with my first home, I could also do more? Yes, actually, by then, it was a family home until mm -hmm. when I moved now to SA. Okay. Yeah. A friend of mine was staying in a certain building, and mm -hmm. he approached me. I mean, when I came to SA, my background is law. I did law, but I couldn't Oh, I see. Yes, yes of yeah. course. So when I arrived here from a French country into an English country, there's no way you can practice law. Then I no, decided yeah. to find a job at uh, ShopRite Distribution Center as I was working there. Then a friend of mine approached me. He was staying in one of the buildings, and he said, look, there is a flat, two bedrooms that uh, they are selling. Are you not interested? What's mm -hmm. the Okay. Why not? Uh, because in my mind, I was told for you to be a man, for you to ask someone as a partner, you need to have a place you need to have a home first of your own of ah. your own yes then you can go and ask someone to say can you be my partner that's how oh, now i uh, love this advice so much <laughs> i then feel that, it i do gosh can you can you open a church and teach about that please really? yes. <laughs> no not not a church because if it, there's a church i'm gonna ask for offering maybe just some session <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so that's okay. how now and the idea came. Yes. <clears throat> then I decided to buy the first uh, property. And okay. after buying the yeah. first property, I decided to be a trustee in that... Uh, in that uh, complex. complex. Because also um, I, I was staying in the complex. Okay. So it, yes. That's how I managed to, to buy my first property. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So... Yeah. So, and let me, let me ask you, because that's very interesting, Willie, uh, for someone who comes outside of South Africa, your experience of getting your first property here, did you have to jump through hoops and how did you finance it? Was it the conventional way of banks or was it financed another way? It's very interesting for people who come outside of our country that do not have a credit record. How, how was your, your first property financed? Such a well, good question. Mesa. Exactly, yes. Such a, it's a very good question. It was financed the conventional way because remember by, the, by then I was working. Okay. I could have been, um, I was uh, okay. able to produce, yes, to produce all the requirement the document the bank, the oh, document okay. that are needed to the banks and they will just evaluate and say okay this person is um, but at the same yeah. time even though i was working but i had already mm -hmm. some extra income passive income that nice. i was getting from other activities that oh, i was okay. doing beside only working that what I allowed see. me yes to be able to qualify for the okay. property all you right speak my language Oh yes, streams of income. Like, oh, guys, this is the only way forward. Correct. Yeah. Okay. But 
but Willie, then how do you move beyond the first property to the second property? Um, or did you move to a second property or you moved to this rental um, model that you use? How did you get to the second property? How did you even leave your job to get into this property business? Exactly. Uh, what happened is when I got into the trustee of the building, remember there is always uh, meetings that uh, are organized. You need to look at the financials. You need to look at who are the people who are behind the payment and what are the difficulties that they are having. Then as time goes, we discover that in the building, there were some people who couldn't afford anymore. The debt was they were just piling. And at the same time, there were such some uh, old uh, white people that were living in the building. And there is one I remember who we found just the following day that he was dead in the, in the property. There is one who died with cancer. So they were owning proper they were owning properties in the flat, you know. Then the trustee have to decide what will happen mm-hmm. with because yeah. some of them yeah. did not even leave any what we call this uh, a wheel. wheel and all that, you know. But to be mm. honest or straightforward, by sitting into the trustees' meetings you yeah. will know exactly some of the people who are affected, yeah. some of the people who are not willing anymore to continue with their property. They just prefer to sell it so that they can be out of the I debt. See. That was I one see. of the things that I capitalized on because when okay. you look at the, 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 the debt, you can go to the person and ask them to say, look, we can see that uh, the debt are piling are you looking forward to settle this? Or are you looking to... forward to? Mm. Oh. And sometimes mm. the we just look. I think I need to relocate. I need to go somewhere else. And yeah. my only option that I can do now is to sell. And when they want to sell, they yeah. don't sell yeah. to the value of the market. They sell it below of market. Demand. Yes, that's just to settle the 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 debt and move on with their lives. That's how ah. I managed to get the second property into the same building. I like ah. that. I like that. Mm. I like that very much. Yes. In the complex that I live, there's someone who's got a piece of land, for instance, who owes um, well above 400000 on 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 homeowners, oh. um, homeowners levies, plus penalties of not building. So that person is not going to get anything. That piece of land is not even worth 400,000 because it's a, it's a small it's a small piece of land. So whoever is going to get it is going to buy it for a song. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Very 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 key way of finding deals actually. That's such an important point you're raising. That is so then? incredible. It wow. is. Isn't I am it? so fascinated. Actually, I'm thinking <laughs> Cheapest creepers, like all this time, like not even bothering with trustees meeting. Exactly. What have I lost yes. out on? <laughs> you know? Like, oh, this podcast sometimes like makes me regret everything. <laughs> not, that, not that like I can actually be in trustees meetings with, with my lifestyle, but luckily my property manager insists on going. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, 
thinking, wow, but, okay, I should ask her to keep an eye out. This is fascinating. Yes. Be- before we go further, do you know that you can also appoint someone to yep. sit on those meetings on your behalf? So yes, yeah. that's your my property answer. manager yes. does that. Exactly. So she goes, she's, she's so much more involved. I'm not going to lie. So kind of a funny story. She's like, she got the building fumigated. Like before the trustees were like, they didn't want to really deal with me. And I was difficult. Then I appointed the property manager as my mm-hmm. trustee, Mizo knows, like three years ago. I said to her, I bet they miss me now because mm-hmm. what she has done, she's like had them fumigate the building. She gets them to paint things. Yo, like there are things that she does where I'm just like, go for it. <laughs> I'm like, you guys didn't want to deal with me for, for small things. Now you have to mm. deal with her for, I'm not joking, big, big things. She really mm. makes it yeah. out. So I'm just like, she love does. it. I love yeah. it. No, she but does. I didn't know about she... the strategy <clears throat> of buying property from them. Mm. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So then so, how do you, <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. I was just commenting, now I'm asking my question. How did you then move from the second property into the third property and into building a property portfolio? What did you do with the second property? Did you rent it out? Did you flip it? And then how did you decide that you want to do more in property? Well, what took place is being uh, an outsider, already I knew that there is a high demand when it's come to a place to stay. Okay. And what I did is was to let it, to rent it. Mm. And then I did not even have so much knowledge knowing that, well, when I'm renting this property is for me to be able to scale and you know get I, I was still working then yeah yeah i was still working then until when i was fired then wow. i decided yes this is you the were last fired time. that's yes, interesting uh, we're gonna talk fired. about that then i decided from from then now i will be the one firing <laughs> <laughs> and that's what that's what took place then uh, I'm the one firing now. So uh, okay. <laughs> to, to acquire more, yeah. it went, because remember all these properties, I did not have much knowledge. It was just buying in the name of Willie. You know? Oh, mm. they were not even in a formal structure. Not, yeah. not at all. And you didn't have systems of processes of managing them. Not Nothing. at all. It was awesome. just me and me. Until okay. one day, I have to attend a certain uh, conference. Yeah. For the first time when I heard, because I heard that you can buy a property under your company and you can can even separate now yourself. You can from the company. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. These are the advantages. (laughs) So it was my eye opening to learn that once all these properties are into your name, yeah. There are so much risk. Yes. Anything Lots. can happen to it. Mm. Then from there, I have to take a totally different angle mm-hmm. of now registering a company. And then yeah. by that time, as I mentioned, I was already fired. I decided to open up uh, a travel company. Mm. I saw oh, a French. Yes. Then... Uh, <laughs> 
our company uh, was created mm-hmm. and we decided okay from then let's create a different company where now the properties whatever that we are going to buy from now on must be under that uh, company a PTY that's how we created a PTY company and any other yeah. property that uh, we're going to buy we're buying it under the company okay mm. all right okay that's that's so interesting so you built another cash flowing business so that you can continue buying properties that's what the travel and tourism company would do what does mm. what does that travel and uh, tourism company do does it do any special packages what what, what is what makes it special what makes it special is this is not just a, 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 a any company. Yeah, it is a French. I discovered the niche of French people coming to South Africa. Oh, one thing oh, to be taken around by someone speaking French. Absolutely, oh, absolutely. Not speaking English. Oh wow. Yes. Yes, oh, that's yes. where the the, the uh-huh. genesis of the company started. So what we do is we put together packages from accommodation uh-huh. light activities, mm-hmm. and we yeah. sell them. And we I also see. yes, we offer transfers whether from the airport to the hotels or different destinations. So it, it's see. it's a package. Yes, we market yeah. ourselves very well from the national department of tourism to the provincial okay that's where we were known that as a french destination management company i like that oh wow then that's your language again yeah i know right like speaking all everything that i love to hear so i have a question though um on the finance side so willie are you saying that you took the some of the the company, the travel company, owns the properties. No, what happened is, mm-hmm. remember, I'm working now for Mount Zion Tours and Travel. Yeah. Yes. The travel company. Yeah. The company pays me a salary. Yes. Of course. But mm-hmm. at the same time, what we do is, Mount Zion was a travel company, but yeah. we have to decide yeah. to create a different PTY for the property. It's called for Mount the Zion. properties. Yes, the holding. Yes. Oh. Okay, so did you create a subsidiary where the tourism company 100% owns the subsidiary? Exactly, yes. Exactly. Okay, so you can use mm. some of the money from the tourism company uh, to buy properties under the subsidiary. Correct, yeah. yes. That was oh, the... Okay, yes. okay. I totally mm-hmm. get you. Okay. Wow, man. This is this is what I like. So so um Willie, I'm going to go straight to how I I met your posts. I meet your posts and you get excited about training uh the hosts on Airbnb. Did this model is this model new to you? How did you even get into Airbnb and why what makes you so passionate about it that you even teach others how to do it? Well, remember w- once in the property, we were just told buy and find a tenant. 
Yes, yes, yes. That's what I would say in 90% of the people that they know once you're into the property, yes, buy a tenant, the tenant will be paying your mortgage and all that. Right. But about three to four years ago, yeah, with our travel and tourism, sometimes Mm -hmm. you will get guests that we go and pick them, they are not staying into the hotels. Yeah. They are staying into Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where now the idea came to say, okay, because when you go and find, you pick them, you don't see a concierge. Mm-hmm. They are coming out of someone's ha- uh, house. Yeah. And these are people <laughs> from overseas. Then you right. ask them, how, how come do you, are you related to the people? Say, no, these people, they have put their property online as an Airbnb. Then that's how I decided to book. And I was just in one of the rooms. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, okay. By then, remember, Airbnb was around since 2008. But of course, I just never have an idea to say, look, what is all about Airbnb compared yeah, to yeah. what Airbnb is overseas. So, so you yeah. Then that's where now the idea of saying, oh, okay, if one tenant can be able to pay, for example, six and a half for the whole month. Yes. And this one tenant. By the time he leaves after a year or two, three years, the property is damaged. Of course. There's a lot that you are going to, 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 to renovate. To renovate. And and... Sometimes, uh, you know, there's just a lot of handling that tenant. Yeah. What about yes. if now one decides to finish the apartment mm-hmm. and start now renting rooms in that like, apartment? Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy. Then I decided to go online first and check the concept, if is it really going to... And mind you, it's not everywhere that you can have a property and you can decide to put it under short-term rentals and you are going to make money. It's not uh, anywhere. You need to find a prime location. There are many things that are attached to it. No. Mm. Yes, because remember, okay. in bracket uh, back home here, the issue of security. Of course. No? Exactly. So if mm. the, the intention first was to host the international market, yes, but not much of local. Yes. You know. Okay. Being being in the travel industry, mm-hmm. sometimes receiving requests from people wanting mm-hmm. a place to stay, that what also motivate mm-hmm. us now to say, okay, we can be able. Actually, the intention was to own a guest house, to own a lodge, and all that, okay. which is still yes, which is still with me. But okay. suddenly, somewhere, mm-hmm. I just decided to offer him. You know, <laughs> to offer them, <laughs> yes, to offer them into these uh, short-term rentals because really, I saw something that I have to put a risk into it. Yeah. Now, okay, let's get now a property in one of mm-hmm. the busiest area, close yeah. to many yeah. amenities, mm-hmm. which yeah. can allow the guests who are going to stay there whether it's a walking distance, whether it's less than five yeah. kilometers, you know, something yeah, that, yeah. Will, yes, then that's where the idea of, say, okay, look, one tenant can pay six and a half, but for 30 days, if you have 
different people staying at your property, you realize you can that make you more. make more than two, three times the same amount. So why yeah. not trying this yeah. model of yeah. business? Absolutely. That's where everything started, yes. So okay. did you buy the property or did you rent the property? Did you? Fe uh, yes, that's a good question. I did not just went straight and buy first because uh, okay. I was like, uh, is it going to work or not? Yes. Yeah. Then what I did is, I know by then many uh, estate agents or owners who had finished apartment. So yeah. I decided to start knocking at their doors. Mm. Without knowing first, I started with the agent, which <laughs> did just push me away because they want to make money out of tenants, one tenant. Of course. Now of if, course. You are coming, if you have a business where you want to bypass them and talk to the owners. To the owner. I, <laughs> yes, I, I prepare myself and it was not easy. But you found yeah. after 10 or 20, one just try to get your idea because you have to, when you pitch to the owner, yes. you don't pitch to them to say, I really, I would like to rent your place. You tell them our company specializes yeah. in short-term rentals. We yeah. have doctors, yeah. we have uh, sales rep, we have lawyers yeah. who yeah. are moving up and down and we need this property with a certain standard. Yeah. And they come and stay for four or five days a month and they go. Okay. So the advantage mm. of you leasing this property to our company is we are yeah. going to leave your property at a certain standard, very clean. We are going to look after it. Yeah, because which is what landlords want. Yes. So we mm. cannot make money if the property is not well looked. It doesn't mm. get to a certain standard. Mm -hmm. And the first one will say, okay, maybe it sounds great. Let me uh, see if I can give you a chance. Mm -hmm. And if they charge you for six and a half, for example, per month. Of course. And you make more than six and a half. Say, <coughs> say, Look, I'm going to give you seven thousand. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Oh, then, I mean, uh, they get excited. No, I yeah. charge you yeah. six and a half then you are prepared to give me seven and a half. I mean, 7,500 yeah. mm -hmm. more. Mm -hmm. Then they get excited. That's how yeah. we started yeah. by renting finished apartments. Apartments. Wow. That's yes. awesome. Because okay. we wanted to avoid some risk. Of course, of exactly. owning the property. Yes. Yeah. My goodness, that is, that is. And when you do this model of short-term rental, what do you aim for? Are these apartments um, um, uh, rented for 100% of the time, Willie? Or are they, what is, your, what is your goal with each apartment and what makes, what makes sense in a business? Well, what you need to do is, I mentioned earlier that a property in downtown Jobek yeah. and a property in four ways, of course, yeah. or a property in springs yeah. cannot all make the, the same, same amount. Okay. There is mm -hmm. a software where you need to buy if you are looking for a certain suburb report or data. It's yeah. going to give you Absolutely. 
the rate of occupancy, it's yes. going to give you the minimum and the maximum amount that you can charge. Of yes. course. So there's a lot of data that you are going to gather through that uh, system, which yeah. now will allow you. And also, you need to understand what market are you targeting? Targeting, of course, the market that goes to springs or the market that comes to exactly. Yes. I see. Ah. And the market that comes to something, for example, <laughs> you uh -huh. know that our houting does not depend on mining or does yeah. not depend yeah. on the sea or does oh, not depend with okay. any economic thing. Uh, I mean, it's a second, you know? Yeah. We, we do business in Houten from January to December. Exactly. So exactly. that's one thing you need to know. But at the same Absolutely. time, I'm uh -huh. not against those ones who are doing short-term rentals into the vacation areas, like the Cape yeah. Town, the, the, the Nasna, the Durban, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can, mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have other properties that we are co-hosting in mm. those areas. Mm -hmm. You just have to know the strategies. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Choosing yeah. the location, it's very, very, very important. That's a, that's mm. awesome, man. I like this. I like so, this very much. Mm. Yeah, I have a question. So just to backtrack. So you're saying that the Santon market is more, it sounds like it's more like a business market. And they, um, they're constantly coming to yeah. Johannesburg. They, it's that's not what, seasonal. Right? No, it's not. But then mm. you do have a seasonal market like your Cape Town, your Nisner, your Durbans, and you need yeah. to know how to work with those markets. How do yes. you work with the seasonal market? Because I can imagine uh, this has been one of the things for me around um, the Cape. It's like I know that it's, um, there's only certain times of the month of the year when it's super busy. So what do you do during the winter months when it's not as busy and you don't have as many tours? What do you do with those properties? Well, our experience in the travel industry has really shown us we have high season and we have low season. Yes. And also because of our diversified market. Yeah. In Africa, mm -hmm. we have... Clients from Nigeria, Congo, DRC, from Kenya, Tanzania, Angola, Ghana, who yeah. are African. Yeah. And sometimes they prefer to visit South Africa even during winter time. Yes, off season. Because, yes, Absolutely. Remember, most of our businesses in tourism, it's between. Yeah. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, between uh, summer season, summer season, yes. where, where we get so much international guests, and sometimes mm -hmm. even uh, the rate is very high. Mm -hmm. yes. So what we do? I'm talking about myself. This yes. market that we know, having a property in Cape Town, we know very well that during summer this property will be full. And mm -hmm. for you to survive, to answer your question. Yeah. How yeah. do you survive during low season? Yeah. When I know I've got four, five months of summer, what I yeah. do is I raise my price. Oh. Yeah. 
to we maximize at that time. Exactly, yes, because I know there will be time where my property will be empty. So whatever yeah. I'm going to get as income profit during summertime, I must make sure that if I've got four or five months of winter, at least I can be able to pay my mortgage. But at the same time, I can see when it's winter time, I can reduce my price. Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. I can reduce my awesome. price to a level where I can be able to attract people just for me to break even. Right. So, That's Willie, so are you powerful. a mentor? Are you an Airbnb mentor? <laughs> <laughs> because well, someone who's listening, <laughs> because someone genius. who's listening, this is genius. I mean, strategy is like that, and it's not. And I like property in that you lent it as you 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 were going along, but because of the market that you have access to that I don't, you you learned to know that, well, I will still have guests in winter, but then, then I must adjust my price and your strategy changes with what you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm really liking that because for me, the Airbnb strategy, I was sitting in panic during the lockdowns um, last year. And I was wondering how are you all doing? In the Airbnb, um, in the Airbnb strategy, what's what mm. what 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 has happened to your businesses? So, what has happened to your businesses, really? What have you seen? I'm gonna tell you something that uh, will shock you. Yeah. And I remember my uh, property mentor always says, "Yeah, ignorance is very costly." It is. <laughs> It is. is very, very, very costly. costly. Yeah. Yep. Many people were thinking during lockdown, there were no business. Yes. But I know. It was the opposite. Yeah. Because oh. people could move sometimes. People have lost jobs. Yeah. They were working in Cape Town. Maybe yeah. they found yeah. now a job job in in Houten. Yeah. They move from Cape Town to Houghton. Where are they yeah. going to start? Yeah. They don't have a property. So yeah. they can be able to book at your place because they know the concept, the model of Airbnb, it's pricing below the normal hotel. The normal rentals, yes. yes. Even though yes. I'm still getting the same, will I even say the same value yeah. as yeah. if I was staying at the hotel. Actually, at the hotel, I'm paying, for example, 500 for a room. Yeah. Yes. But I can pay 500 for an apartment. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you are almost living at home, away from exactly. home, when you are in an apartment as opposed to a hotel. I can tell. Yes. Hotel. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. during lockdown, people <laughs> were moving up and down. Mm -hmm. and at the same time, you find people who are supposed to migrate, go to another country, they have sold their belonging, their property. They are yeah. just waiting yeah. for that letter from the embassy to tell them, okay, now you can move on. Now, yeah. where are they going to yeah. They look yeah. for a place yeah. where they can stay, which can be a month, a two months, three months. There are people who are doing yeah. research. Yeah. I have seen that. People are doing research. Yeah. Their research is about two weeks, a month. They came for a month, then the research goes on. They have yeah. to increase yeah. their stay. I yeah. mean, people are divorcing every day. Something that... Uh, 
I'm not proud of, but it's happened. There's never been a happy divorce. The minute we want to part, absolutely, I want to have my own space. Yes. Then what happened is they don't go and stay at the hotels, which already during the time of uh, uh, lockdown, hotels were closed, but Airbnb were open. Were open, but yeah. The people, homes people were open. People did not just know. Yes, people did just did. They don't. Just, they, they did not know what to do. And also, I was looking at one report this morning for one of the listing we want to, to put it live. Mm. When I did the research, I discovered that there are sixty other property listing in the area where I'm getting in. Mm. Wow! How do you compete? with other existing how do you make your place inviting why mm. is it that you have to choose my place compared to the other compared place? to the next yes. yeah yeah that's the, yeah that's the, that's where the issue of mentorship and you need to dig very deep you need to make your place inviting attractive yeah so that, you know you can be able to get business. Otherwise, it will remain with 20% occupancy. And yeah. you say, this thing is not working. I've seen people uh, say this, uh, mm. this Airbnb business is not working. And mm. also, Airbnb is not just about you having a room, having an apartment, because you have a smartphone, you can take your pictures <laughs> and put on... Uh, on the listing, yeah. I have yeah. looked at many of the listing on Airbnb. I will yes. even say percent of those listings, they are just average. Mm. Okay. What makes it's, it exceptional? What what what, what is it? That was my next question. Yeah. So what, what how do I make mine exceptional? What do you, what are you saying? My my iPhone Let doesn't me, take good enough pictures. No, <laughs> you have a beautiful phone, but yes. you just don't pay attention to the small things detail yeah. you go into you go into a room and you take yes. a picture of a room a vertical yes. picture yes. A, a vertical yeah. picture <laughs> yeah a picture. <laughs> instead of taking Thinking a, land a landscape a landscape oh my god such a simple thing right yes very simple <laughs> yeah. i mean if you go to many many of the airbnb you yeah. realize yeah. the property is so beautiful yeah. Yes. Just the picture already turns you off. You will argue with me. If, no, absolutely. Yes. If you are looking for a place to stay, 60% of people, they just go through the pictures first. Yes. We do. And the ratings. Like, I look at the ratings. the ratings. How have people uh, rated the place? What are they saying about it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, pictures, the first thing. And the second thing is now the rating. Yes. Absolutely. You know, what I'm thinking is uh, when we went to Rwanda last January <laughs> in 2020, Rwanda is the worst. It is such a beautiful country. But the Airbnb places that we found online. So how mm. we ended up there, we ended up landing in Rwanda, sleeping in one and just paying yes. for one night and then went around the city slept in another one and then the third night we slept in the most gorgeous one because all of them are dismal in advertising totally oh, dismal exactly. i'm telling you we slept Can in three different places yeah. 
Oh no, Morocco was yeah, no, no. But they are like that and they don't have agents who do things that make it look attractive. And it's such a beautiful city. It do, really... do you know why they don't have agents? Even back home here. That mentality yeah. of saying, I know I can do it myself. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah I that think is I the problem. <laughs> yes. That for I, me I, is I, the problem. I, Hire I a am educated. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Imagine. You know, it's these small <laughs> things that set you apart. Like, I like yeah, that. So I like hire that. Hire a professional <laughs> photographer and also hire a professional interior designer. Oh, a yes. Oh, you know? I'm telling you. Yeah. Um, um, I've learned a lot about mm. Airbnb on my travels. Mm. It's like, it's true. Yeah. We talk a lot about that on this show. Like it's, <laughs> it is crazy because I like right now I'm doing a backup. So Misa, I was just telling Willie that I have yeah. a backup because I'm coming back to South Africa and I'm like, who winter is not my thing. So like I've been looking at various African countries that I can go sneak off to when things become too bad for me <laughs> in like two, three months. So I mm. looked at Zanzibar and I'm like, oh my God, what is going on with these Airbnbs? Yeah. I'm telling you, I've gone to Zanzibar, Ivory Coast, Senegal. I've looked. Eventually, I've just like settled on Istanbul, which is like mm. all the like, way really? to Turkey. The Airbnbs don't look good. Mm. You know? But it's not even true. And Zanzibar is such a beautiful country. And I have got 10 friends who've just come from, from Zanzibar in 2019. Then you're my backup. I'm going to find my property. I'm telling you. <laughs> There is, there is there are gorgeous places. It's a beautiful country. Somebody just needs to educate them on how to advertise oh, those the places. the pictures, guys. Like, yeah, they I are horrible. horrible. They are horrible, horrible. really. I agree. What totally. is going on? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's lack of uh, knowledge and uh, openness. You are talking okay. about Zanzibar. I reached out to one of my colleagues in the travel industry. Yeah. And I was explaining the same concept to say, look, this is what I'm doing. Actually, he saw my post and he decided, what is it that now you are doing? Then, yeah. I, then he says, mm. oh, okay. I said, look, I know where you are because he's also in the hospitality industry. I okay. mentioned, to him, look, it's because, uh, can you try to reach out to some of your circle people that you know and let me get mm -hmm. in touch with them and let's see if we can be able to help. But remember, if you don't understand the concept, the model, mm. it becomes very, oh. very difficult for you to, to believe. Okay. And also, believe. Mm. Uh, in, I, I remember you mentioned about the host and co-hosting. Mm. Yeah. I'm having, a, actually, I need to respond. I'm having a problem with one of the hosts in spring. Mm. Okay. We have a client. This client, they've been staying there for two, two, year, two months now. Yeah. Well, remember, you need to separate yourself, your emotions with the business. Okay. Yes. Now, this client apparently does show disrespect to the owner, even the way he will address her. He's like, hey, I need uh, pecs. I need uh, this. I need this. So there is no respect at all. So she's oh. been very, very upset about it. Then she requested me to block... To manage it. To, man, to manage a property. It's, uh -huh. about, it's about two months. Then yes. I told her to say, look, I'm foreseeing this client booking for 
three months at your place. Yeah. She says, no, no, no. After January, the client booked for February. Then she says, look, I want you to block. March. March. I say, yeah. why? He says, no, I don't want this uh, guest to this be client. Because, yes, they must go out. Oh, I say, look, okay. can we try to separate our emotions from business? I know very yeah. well the client is not staying with you in the main house. They are at the cottage. Yeah. Yes, they don't yes. respect you. It's just this mentality of saying, well, I have paid for this place. So, you know, but now... Mm. The client have just reached out to her to say, look, I'm trying to book for March, but I can see that there is no way. Mm. What can you do? With this. Now she, she sent yeah, me a with this. look. Mm -hmm. I think I told the look, give me overnight. <coughs> Let me think about it. <laughs> now she's coming mm -hmm. to me and asking me, what do you think? We okay. must Yeah. We need yeah. to separate ourselves from because I mentioned to you that look, here we're doing business. Yeah. I know very well that your emotions may be tempered, you know, but yeah. look above that. Yeah, beyond, look, look beyond, beyond that. the mm. behavior of a client. You cannot change okay. the behavior of a client. So yeah. if you want to get into this Airbnb, yeah. Yes. You must prepare yourself, especially if you are going to share places like your kitchen, okay. your dining yeah. room, your toilet, or your bathroom. Yeah. Oh God, mm -hmm. the bathroom, the bathroom yes. people. You got me there. No, I can't. Yes. <laughs> if you can't, then yeah. build yeah. their own. Yes. Yeah, build bathroom. a cottage. An unsuite, yeah. yes, or cottage where they can be able to. Yeah. Because many people, they just say, look, I have got a house. I can, be, I can rent my two, two, two bedrooms. Then yeah. they think yeah. they are fighting in the kitchen now. <laughs> wow. Wow. Exactly. So you, you need to prepare yourself. Yeah. You need yeah. to become, actually, your status. Yeah. Your profile, yeah. when you create your profile on Airbnb. Yeah. Your, 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 your status, your bio must be inviting me to come and stay at your stay place. with you yeah this is also what <laughs> you've just mentioned willie is exactly why i never book to stay with other people in sri lanka yeah. i spoke to with mangala for like three days and then she became my sri lankan mom but that's like another spiritual yo that's thing. a different that is, case <laughs> that is a different case like her energy mm. called to me right yeah but it's very hard because i've had those experiences when i started using airbnb i had um two experiences like that the first time where you can see that the host is not comfortable with yes. having mm -hmm. someone in their space so after that i said now i only look at the whole space that's there all i ever book right yes. it's like i if yeah. it's not the entire apartment that i'm booking then i don't want it because mm -hmm. of what you've just said you can feel like then it feels like you must almost confine yourself to your bedroom so yes. that you can they can be comfortable oh no i had those experiences twice i said never again yeah <laughs> now here's the thing as well um what 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 my experience was i didn't even know that it was an airbnb model there's a mm. i stayed in in one of these high-end cape town what is the ladadno 
How do you say mm. that word? Ladatno yeah, in Cape Town. Ladatno in Cape Town. <laughs> Beautiful. So there is this widow that we, we stayed in. So they had converted their main bedroom into a studio. You, you had access to the rest of the house, but you could leave using the sliding door and whatever. But because I think she was so lonely and she was so excited to have a young couple at, at her place, she was an overreaching landlord. She really wanted to have breakfast with us. She really, yes. and she wanted to know what were we doing for the day today? How was your day? When we swim, she goes, she comes and sits with us at the, and it was just too much. So we we had an opposite of a host who really loved the sense of two young people living at her at her apartment and she had yeah. made it so gorgeous and she wanted to walk wow. us through you know her house was like a museum for her and her husband and her kids yeah. and it was because it was it felt like home there were pictures of her children and her yeah. grandchildren but she was she was just an overreaching landlord yeah. Uh, when we looked at each other, we laughed about it and we thought, <laughs> nice place, right? But, oh, no, God, we don't want, you know, you felt like you were sitting with your grandmother and she's like, uh -huh, oh, yes. did you like your eggs? Oh, you should put this on the eggs and you should put this on the, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but that's such a, that's such, such a beautiful thing to say. You must yeah. prepare yourself yes. for your clients yeah. and you will have difficult clients. I mean, we yeah. have difficult clients in a hospital. They, they are yes ill patients and then mm. there are super ill patients who just never get well and you can never do right with them so <laughs> <laughs> i love that i love that wow. oh my god will, will you tell me about in the airbnb business yes how important is your tribe and what what sort of tribe what sort of a power team does one need to be in an airbnb business what sort of power team do you guys use it's not the same as a long-term rental i would imagine or is it the same no you 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 you, you have just mentioned something that many people Sometimes they start something without knowing exactly what they are getting into. And right. once they are in and discover that there is a lot to do, they just put yeah. out food. I mean, yeah. it, just imagine you have a guest that's uh, supposed to check out uh, at 10 a.m. Yeah. And the yeah. other guest coming at 2 p.m. Check yeah. in. So you need to have a professional and hands-on team of cleaners okay because yeah it doesn't yeah. matter whether the guest checking out has been there for two days a week or they can always leave the space in a mess in a mess yeah so you need to have a very very professional hands-on cleaners that yeah knows yeah. very well how to handle the hours for cleaning to prepare for the other one who's coming Absolutely. Because remember, the one coming doesn't know anything about the one going out. Of course. Yes. They just want a clean space. Thank right. you. Yes. And they okay. pay for it. They need of a course. place. You okay. need also... At this, so, so, properties differs. There are properties where they can do a self-check-in. Oh, okay. Yes. Where you have a box, key, lock, where they will you give them their uh, the codes. Mm -hmm. Yes, they can get their, their key open and do the same thing. But at the same time, you have properties where 
someone have to welcome them. Yeah, a host. Exactly. No. So yeah. you need to have a, a, a proper team. You need to train your team, whether is uh, what do you call this uh, an electrician, whether if mm -hmm. the, it's uh, what do you call this uh, uh, cleaner, plumber, anything, and you don't have to rely on one person. Yeah, you must always have two, three people that of you course. can call them in terms if there is any emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, and once now you have that team, you train mm -hmm. them to understand the type of business you are doing. Okay. They become okay. part of you. Actually, we are in the process of starting our own uh, cleaning company. We want to oh, have wow. our own indoor cleaning company. Okay. Wow. Because we have just discovered outsourcing sometimes they don't understand your business your business i mean when you talk about cleaning no one will prefer to go into a airbnb where the bathroom is not looking nice the shower you know under the cupboard the, the, you know those, those small things but if you have your own team and you have trained them they understand exactly the model of business you are in then it will be easy for you to offer value for what people are paying. For what people mm. are paying. That's awesome. That, yes. eh? I think that's, that's powerful. Awesome. That's uh, very powerful. And what about yeah. the paying system? Do you all get paid uh, consistently? There is no problem. I would imagine it's part of the very important part of your business that you get paid and you don't have clients who live for free and leave your place without uh, paying. Yes, that's the most beautiful part about Airbnb. Mm -hmm. Airbnb handle everything for you. Mm -hmm. Yes. They, yeah. they also screen your client. Mm -hmm. And if the client booked with you for, for example, a week, once they check in after 24 hours, the money is into your account. Okay. Wow. Once. Awesome. That awesome. is why, that, yes, that is why the one yeah, tenant, yeah. you are still praying, you are on your knee for month end if you are going to get your payment. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are oh on your knees. Yes. This you is on your such knees. power, guys. <laughs> this is such power. This is such power. I also wanted to ask about this, right? Mm -hmm. um, okay, sorry about the self-check-in. Sorry, I've made notes and I wanted to see where my star was. Self-check-in. Okay. So I've seen, like, I've done a lot of self-check-in in different parts of the world, but I've yeah. often wondered, does self-check-in work in South Africa? Because, you know, worries about when you have security. that outside key, is the mm -hmm. security, are there any security worries at all? that you may have around self-check-in? Yes. Actually, for you to go for a self-check-in property, you need to make sure that your property is in a very secure complex. Okay. Mm. Yes. The first thing is, you know, there is a 24 hours security gate. Okay. Mm -hmm. And no one can just get into that uh, estate without you first providing 
the code. You need to register this person for them to be accepted. Mm-hmm. The code mm-hmm. that they are going to get uh, to proceed into the estate, it has got a certain duration. And you need also to build a very strong relationships with the security at the yeah. gate. Just make yeah. them away. My unit is the Airbnb. Yeah. Okay. Which means you will be seeing different faces in oh, and out. Okay. In yeah. and out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they know very well when a person comes to say, okay, this is where I'm going. They know, oh, okay, that's the unit of Willie. Okay. And if there is even noise at night, and also make sure that you explain to your neighbors, just make them aware that, look, yeah. my property, mm-hmm. you will be seeing different faces coming in. I'm doing yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. And this type of business must be accepted in the complex. I mean, we have seen a lot of uh, issues where we went to wanted to lease an apartment in a certain complex. The body mm-hmm. corporate, they stood up and said, no, we don't accept such. Mm-hmm. Then we have to show them the city of Johannesburg uh, uh, housing department and say, look, there is no way that one person cannot be allowed to do such. Yeah. What is it that you are afraid of? Why mm. do you want me to do this type of business? Because I can show you that even the people that are resident in this estate, whenever they have a visitor coming, sleeping at their place, they don't even bring their details to you. To you, to say, yeah. You don't even yeah, know who's sleeping there. But look at what I'm doing. I'm collecting all the details of the client, including their names, the copy of their ID or passport, and mm. I screen them. Then when mm. you show to the body corporate, whatever security, whatever details that you have for the guest, they mm. just realize mm. that, well, look, actually this person have got more than our own... In terms of screening, that's exactly. true. Yes. That's so true. The, 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 the self-check-in, it must be in a place whereby you have enough security mm-hmm. already, then you decided to do, well, you will always come across some of these, you know, issues, but you just have to minimize them. Mm. Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. This is mm. so powerful. Okay, so Willie, do you guys, I noticed you mentioned that there's hosts that you deal with, and it sounds like, the host is living on the property or they own the property and then you manage it. How does that work? So it means like if I had a property, I could come to you, you manage the property on my behalf and do everything with Airbnb. Is that a service that you offer? Yes. Our services that we offer might be compared to the property management because... Uh, yes. at the end of the day, Sounds like have. it. Mm. You can be a host living on the property mm-hmm. or you yes. can be a host not living on the property. Okay. Because remember, there are people who don't want the nightmare of being called at night, the internet is not working, the pub has just burst, mm-hmm. or there's any problem. So they will decide, look, here my property I'm giving to you. Do you yeah. mind to 
manage it uh-huh. and yeah. we're just gonna make sure that we pay you your your fees okay oh. exactly okay. then the, when okay. when such person gave to you a property then you become a co-host co-host mm. so you you are hosting for someone else okay. mm-hmm. you are offering mm-hmm. services from listing the property taking professional uh, fees photos you know yes mm-hmm. managing because it's not only about you putting the property online then you fold your hand now you are waiting now to see the people coming no you are not the only one mm. it's high competition there are things that you need to do on your listing almost yes. every day if i can put it that way wow to make sure that your listing mm. always appear on the first page when someone types what i'm looking for a airbnb in four ways mm. you found there is 60 listing mm. of airbnb in four ways yeah yes. and when your property appear on the first page you're right the first thing the eyes are going to do is wow look at that picture look at that place mm-hmm. i am imagining myself sitting i mean in that property property That's yeah. where now the issue of professional pictures comes in mm. i see yeah. i see i like this i like this yeah. very much the amenities mm. also mm. Uh, does it have a swimming pool does it have are you offering a 20 megabyte in a property in Santen when you know there are business people that will be coming there oh you are already <laughs> in unkept <laughs> yeah that's true that's true so oh the <laughs> the issue of of apnp and really my last question here is um you mentioned at the beginning that you can apnp someone else's property correct how does that even work i i get a lump in my throat that you <laughs> you, uh, you how, mean how, you how, can how, sublet it me so. you sublet it exactly ah, so someone okay. who's listening to the to the podcast we've we've seen it with with vanilla does it all the time but yes. someone you know people take their properties very seriously hey they will tell you yes. about privacy and mm-hmm. oh no i don't want strangers on my bed how do you even how do you even get someone who has got fears about renting out and have you sublease it and run it in airbnb on their property how do you get those hosts those landlords to 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 agree to this yes first of all you need to search where are they okay. where are the loan the loan the landlords owning such mm. properties these okay. properties are they finished or unfinished yeah. Yeah. yeah now if already you are sitting with a property which is finished mm. but at the same time you are not making money yeah it yeah. is a problem mm. now i'm <laughs> coming with a solution yes <laughs> i have already identified a problem i was just in something last week Mm-hmm. Uh, viewing some of the properties which during the time of travel and tourism whenever we have client family coming they were renting them for example at 
27,000 for 30 days. Two yes. bedrooms. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Now even 25, 35, beautiful ones. Then mm. when I went there, I found some of those properties, they are going at 15. Sure. And the wow. price is still going down and down. Down, down. Mm. And that's where now you go to the owner and ask the person, for how long this property has been empty? They will tell mm. you for six months. Mm. Then you show them, okay, this six months that you are taking money from your pocket to pay. Yeah, exactly. Are you open up mm -hmm. to an idea of leasing now this property to our company? For sure. And our company, this is what we are doing. Mm -hmm. You show yes. them, you, you take away those worries. What, what are the worries? Okay. People might damage my property. They won't look after mm. my property. You know, mm. then when you come with a solution, you show them mm. that the type of business that we are doing, yeah. the property yeah. must always remain on this standard. Yeah. Yes. It must be clean. Yeah. It must yes. be welcoming. Then that's when now they realize that, oh, okay. Mm. And you tell them that you are 100% sure to get your money mm -hmm. compared to one tenant. To a tenant mm. and waiting for six months to get the correct mm. tenant. Exactly. Uh -huh. So the okay. minute you are bringing now this solution to them, mm. Mm -hmm. you find now their guard is down. Yeah. Every property owner, every landlord will want to protect their property. They yes. do. Yes. They do. Which, that's is such a, a powerful asset. thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's yeah. where now we train people, we, we, we mentor them. We say, look, you can't just go to any uh, property owner and say, look, I'm looking for a property. Can you rent my, uh, can, I, can you rent your property to me? I'm going to some. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You yeah. need yes. to, to know how, um, and also present it like a business. Don't, mm. don't present mm. it like it's just a hobby. No. Yes. I've just discovered that Airbnb <laughs> or short-term rental. Presented like it, yes, it's a business that you can do full-time, and it becomes very easy for you to start scaling, acquiring more properties. Yes. Once but, they uh, know that this is the that way. Of, yes, the, the, the type of property you are you are uh, providing, mm -hmm. it will be easy even. I was telling one lady in in in, in, in uh, to say, look, you mentioned to me that it took you it took about uh, two to three weeks to negotiate with the owner, and mm -hmm. only started listing when they give you the key. Yeah. Why you did not ask the owner to allow you into the apartment? You take the pictures yes. while you are negotiating with them. Mm -hmm. You yes. put this property online. Yes. By the time you are getting the key from the owner, you are also getting money from the guests staying at your place. Ah, I love this. You know, so, <laughs> Willie, I have a question for someone like me, right? Like we've already established that I do this on and off. I've not been very religious about it because um, I don't really stay in most countries long enough, right? Yes. But in some countries where I'm like, oh, I'm not ready to leave the country. I know I'm going to come back. I do the, the strategy. But could you, let's say I wanted to do it long-term in South Africa, could I go and sublet from the owner? Can I go 
lease from the owner and then say, hey, Willie, I've got like maybe 10 properties that I'm currently leasing. I'm not going to be around. Can you manage them instead of me managing them? Correct. Yes. You, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, th- that's the best way until when you understand exactly how this business works. Mm. I mean, how many people have got properties now? They are empty. I was just listening to my yes. man as last week. He says mm. the, okay, the percentage of um, vacancies is mm. still going to increase again, especially around mm. Houten. It's yeah. increasing, yes. meaning a property that uh, you were renting at six and a half, going even for mm. six or five and a half. People are even reducing just to get a tenant. Sure. I mean, yeah. we have seen YouTube disrupting the, the market when it's come to movies. We've seen the Amazon coming up. Yeah. Why as a property owner, why as a property investor, you are struggling mm. to come up with new ideas? Because things yeah. are changing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yes. Things are yeah. changing even in the property industry. Yeah. Yeah. You find yeah. Uh, landlords still holding to that uh, idea of, yeah. I just want one tenant. I just. Mm. You can't evict a tenant. <laughs> you, you can't. You I like that. Money. But because yeah, you are. we are not exposed to such model and sometimes we are not also just willing to learn, yeah. mm-hmm. then we say, look, uh, I would rather prefer... Look, if you still have one tenant during this time, a good tenant mm-hmm. who is paying the full amount yes. on time... Mm. I think sometimes you just need to buy them flowers. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, you just need to buy them flowers. You just knock at their door to say, look, I just want to come and appreciate you. Because right now, if they don't pay half, some they are even telling you it's two months, three months. I don't have a job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. true. You can just decide, okay, let me start two properties, let me put them on short-term rentals, mm. finish them. You don't have to finish this apartment like you are going to live inside there. No. You are finishing it for business. Yes. Mm. You are not going to buy all these expensive furnitures like you are going to live there. And the mm. goodness also about these vacation rentals, for example, you have a property in Balito. Yeah. When it's time for holiday, you can just lock some of the one week. Yeah. Take your family and yes. you go spend there. So yeah. you are saving the money that you normally spend for holiday going to a certain place. Now this money goes to you. Yeah, you t- to your family. So, All right. That's the way. Wow, man. Powerful. And I also this want is to so say p- like, Mm-hmm. Tenants are also changing, right? Miso yes. has yeah. gone to look at properties for me. <laughs> I've like been changing my mind. Mm. When am I coming to South Africa? When am I coming to South Africa? And every time they just like go to me, oh, we need like 
three months bank statements. We need this. We need everything short of your vial of blood. I just tell her, I can't do it, you know, mm. because like the South African market is actually extremely different in terms of renting. Like for yeah. me to rent here in Sri Lanka, I just walked in, was like, I want a place to stay. They were like, can you pay first and last month deposit? Exactly. Did that. They yes. had like a card machine. I was like, do you guys, will you guys take there card? Yeah. Take card machine. Sign here. Mm. Done. Excellent. And I've been a model tenant for like about six to eight months now. Six to eight months. You know, like months, I signed yeah. my six, yeah, my six month contract. I'm down, down even with six months. I extended for a few more months. It's just like, come on. But like, and I was telling that to me. So I was like, this happened for me in Thailand, the very same properties yeah. that I've subletted. Like they never ask for anything else. You bring your passport, you sign the lease, you pay on the spot first and last month's deposit. It's a go. But mm. I find that, uh, so this is why I'm also so, I prefer Airbnb. In the end, I told me, so I said, forget it like i'm just gonna book for my stay when i'm in south africa for mm. the next six months or for the next four months when i'm in south africa i'm just gonna book long-term stays on airbnb precisely mm. because of the mm. intense we just haven't changed mm. you know mm. it's, it's like they want to yeah. do all these things you need and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> now i need to print out bank accounts I yes. need to now, oh gosh, I was so exhausted just reading. You need the to set list. your history, where yeah. you are coming from, where you're a good tenant, where you're paying on time. Then yeah. you become a high risk. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. That's the thing. So anyway, then I don't know about you, but I'm full. I, I think we've explored this model and Willie has been so generous mm. with this. Have you got any other things that you want to ask? No, I feel like so full. We've really, yeah. really been fed today. We hey, have. Let's, let's move on to the next segment of segment the show. Segment of the show. Let's do that. On to the next segment of our show. Magical feedback from our hosts. Where our hosts share their three takeaways from today's episode. Mm. So, mm. welcome to Magical Feedback, guys. Nizo, do you want to start us off with the takeaways or do you want me to start off? Oh, God, Absolutely. So I can go first. There's so much. Okay. <laughs> there's so much. Let me go for it. Let me go for it. Okay. Listen to, you know, I'm a property mentor, guys. So, whenever mm. I listen, I listen carefully to what other people say where to find your next property deal. Did you see what Willie Kalala did? Yes. He went and um, joined, a, became a trustee in the homeowners association of the complex that he first lived in or first owned a property in. Yeah. And that's how he found the second deal because there were people who owed levies. He knew the internal affairs of the complex. He knew mm. how much people owed and he knew the ones that are distressed who were possibly going to have their unit being sold off or they were being handed over to attorneys. That's how you find deals, guys. Yes, Property24 works. Yes, private property mm. works. Yes, the agents work. But this is how you find 
below cost, uh, below market um, uh, deals. So I love that wow. very much. It's just my thing. It's just my thing. I get excited when someone talks about that. That's my number one. So powerful. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that so <laughs> much. Um, okay, so my, my first takeaway actually <clears throat> is around something. It's part business, part property. Right. He talks about how he found a niche, right? Yes. For accommodation and sightseeing packages yeah. Um, yeah. in his tourism business and it's French speaking people. So what yeah. I liked is he used what he had. It's already mm. a saturated market. We can already, we can all say that, right? Like yeah. A lot of people are offering tourism, sightseeing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are offering accommodation. And he just used his one strength. He's a French-speaking person. He yeah. knows how to, how to speak French. He understands the African market. Um, French is widely spoken all over Africa. It's uh, spoken in France. And he's spoken in Switzerland and other countries, right? So he uh-huh. can like, get those markets and those people from those markets. And he just built himself this beautiful niche. And it also works hand in hand with his accommodation and getting um, a tenant. So for me, that's like what I took away from that is use what you have. That is your core strength, right? That is your thing. And I think we've heard it from Mawini as well. She uh, she was our guest from Lesotho, right? And she was... She loves traveling. She goes all over the place. She travels all over the place. So what that taught her was how to be great at hospitality. So she went into guest houses for her business in terms yeah. of uh, property investing. Property she chose the guest house route. Mm. Use what you have, guys. What you, use theme. what you have. Yeah. You know? Use what you have. Yeah. No, yeah. I like that. I like that very much. You stole my t- my number two takeaway, but it's <laughs> fine. We are still friends. Here is my second takeaway. You know how passionate I am about family houses I and what legacy. <laughs> what legacy family houses leave. So when you have a family house, look at what um, Willy Kalala's um, family did. They had a church that was built on their piece of land in the same place that they lived and the church paid them rent. Well and good. But what they went and did when the lease of the church ended, they decided to divide the church up into units and they they, they collected more rent because they were hiring it out as stores and, and shops mm. and whatever. So there was higher rent there. But not only did they do that, with every unit that was paying them, each one of the 13 children got an opportunity to start whatever business or whatever they were going for. Some, it took them to university. Some of them, he probably moved to South Africa using that money. But this Mm -hmm. is why I do this podcast particularly, because when you show people that this family home, instead of sitting sitting on it, it can actually increase our legacy. It can educate our children. And it can progress us instead of being a legacy of a nightmare. This yeah. is my why for doing this podcast. Mm, very well yeah. said, Nizar. I really, yeah. really love that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. My other takeaway Legacy. was what he said about ignorance is very costly. You know? Oh my gosh. Like <laughs> No. So the reason why this is a big takeaway yeah. for me is because when I started yeah. in business, like people often wonder like why do I have so many different coaches and so many different things like trainers for this for that. Yeah. And yeah. Because yeah. I don't know what I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. And what he said is like ignorance is very costly. Often people will catch shortcuts on mentors and coaches. They say they don't know. But then you spend five years learning a very hectic lesson that a coach could have saved you the time and effort of Thank in you. one month. You would have made so much money in those five years. But Hallelujah. you insist mm -hmm. on doing it yourself. And Absolutely. in those five years, you're making mistakes and you're losing the opportunity to make money. So I truly do believe that ignorance is extremely costly because Absolutely. I have seen how it has cost people. <coughs> right? And I've seen how it yeah. had cost me because at first I was like, I was that person that was like, oh, I don't want to pay coaches. I don't want to pay this. Now I am that person that has a coach and mentor for various things, even a fitness trainer, you guys. I even have a chef. I'm just like, you know what? The things that I don't know are very, very costly Let to me. You know? To me. And yeah. it saves and me so much time and energy when yeah. other people know things and they yeah. just get those things done. Done. And it also accelerates your expansion actually to have a coach mm, because yes. the very things that you would get stuck researching and trying yeah. to find them out, you are exposed to your coach's mentors, mm. you are exposed to your coach's um, networks, uh, you're looking for an attorney. Zoop. Yeah. from the shelf you're looking for yep. an accountant just like that you don't spend too much time researching i like mm. that very much then i was going to take the coaching route but i'll leave it to you then <laughs> let me do my last not because it's the last i have got so many um i like what he shared about the airbnb strategy is one or the short-term strategy is one of the 15 strategies of property investing. Mm. It's got its own power team. It's got mm. its own tribe that's going to make sure that you expand and you expand in the correct way. Having a professional cleaner. I mean, in your in my normal property investment uh, strategy, it's the last thing I think about, right? Yes. Professional yes. cleaner that mm. is awake to your strategy, mm. that is awake to the standard and the level that you want to keep your Airbnb accommodation in. Um, yeah. The second thing is a host, having a host, someone to welcome the guest. That is if you do not have a self-check-in mechanism, the maintenance people, come on. If your electrician today is busy or he has a flu, you need to have a second electrician. You have to have a second plumber so that someone is at the is at the door when your guest has got a problem with electricity or plumbing. I love the security one, yes. right? Who would have yes. imagined that you would partner with the security guard who is at yeah. the entrance of your complex where your Airbnb accommodation is? Can you see mm -hmm. how many relationships you have to maintain? Yes. And property business is like that. It's a relationship yeah. business. So power team, doing the short-term strategy, incredibly important. Yeah. That's so, mine. 
My other takeaway, I don't know if this is ever, is this often featured, the Airbnb is featured as a no money down strategy. Because that, in a way, is, I have. A, no, is a no money it down strategy. It is a strategy. no money down. Yeah, yeah, so it is definitely another way that you can get into property investing property. with yeah. uh, very little capital. So I yeah. really, really love that. And yeah. so with that in mind, the other thing that I keep thinking about is how he kept he mentioned so many other African countries that prefer to visit South Africa during low season. So imagine that. Mm-hmm. Airbnb, the Airbnb strategy isn't just for one type of, um, when we think of international travelers, <clears throat> I'm also in the same boat. I think of people in Europe, the US, Asia, you know, yeah, other kind of South America. Mm. I like, I think of our um, African neighbors as like, I, they are our people. You don't count them. Yeah. As, you know, it's like, as I see them as South Africans too, you know, but then yeah. he's saying like, no, these are people that also want to come and visit. So often yeah. we forget that. And what that made me realize is that, oh, so that's one strategy. And in the same vein, that same strategy is, it brought me back to the um, uh, podcast we had with Jackie and that there are so Yay, like right? there are opportunities within our continent that we're not even seeing the cross um, country tourism that is constantly happening. And there's so yeah. much there. So such yeah. a powerful um, episode. Such a it, powerful. It just oh my gosh. My mind <laughs> once more opportunities all over the African continent. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. We have so many takeaways. We've got to leave it here. But yeah, this was one of the many, many powerful podcasts. Thank you so much, Van, for bringing this on. Ah, thank you, Miso. Let's move on to the next segment. Now on to the journey to magical expansion, where we ask our guests the same five questions we ask every guest. Okay, so with the next segment of the show, um, which is Magical Expansion, I'm going to have Mizor kick us off as usual. Yes. So, really, this is going to be a very short segment. Um, Do you have a book that has changed your life? It can be a business book. It can be a fable. It can be a property book. What book has changed your life? And it can be property related or not. Well... I love that part of uh, what has really changed my life. How did I even get to that? Mm. I would always say my father is advised first of property as a man. That's still standing in my mind till today. Okay. Mm. I will go for my spiritual father yeah the prophet filibanda mm. who not only feed you with spiritual matters but in mm-hmm. all areas whether mm-hmm. as whether properties whether marriage everything then yeah. i will go to the books are you talking about mm-hmm. th- th- there is one person that i will forever be grateful to is uh, yes 
Miles Monroe. The late. Oh, Miles Monroe. Mm. It changed my mind because yes. when it comes to mind, yeah. till today I'm still listening. To me, it's not dead because when I listen mm. to his teaching, I just realized that he's alive. Absolutely. Uh, Are you talking okay. about uh, the rich dad, poor dad, Robert? Yeah. Who that having a house is not, not an asset. <laughs> <laughs> if the money is coming from your pocket, if this house makes you to spend until mm-hmm. when having income from this house. Yeah. I mean, I've been inspired by even Donald Trump. Remember, mm. not Donald Trump that we know today as a president of former yeah. president. But when he was still, you know, into the, it must be, uh, mm-hmm. property, you know, I read mm-hmm. uh, his books, but mm-hmm. coming also even uh, locally, I've read the book also of uh, Witness Mdaka. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. I love that book, mm-hmm. TJ. One no, of our... Mm. Yes, yes, I've read their books. There is mm. always something, because remember, once you start... Uh, yeah reading these books or listening to YouTube from a property mogul in America, it doesn't go to the ground here. You need to come to the reality. Yeah. In SA, you know? Yeah. So if you have gone ahead, you know, they've gone ahead, they have the experience, they've walked the path, and they don't want you to commit to to do the same mistake. So better (sighs) read you know, uh, whatever they are writing, and my mentor, Carlo Mariani. Okay. Also, yes, he's also... Oh, one yes. of our guests as well. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's contributed a lot, a lot, a lot. To you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Okay. So, okay. Miles Van Rowe, which book would you recommend for people? It's not a book. It was uh, a seminar. And I remember attending... I, I liked whenever he comes to SA, when he used to come. Mm. Because him, it was like church. At the same time, it's like uh, talking, you know? Mm. Yes. So when it comes to Miles mm. Monroe, I will even say there's so much uh, uh, seminars or YouTube talking about the mind. Mm. Yes. Okay. That's bring, the, I mean, t- trying to revolution you from anything mm. that you, you, to stretch you. I mean, I've developed a very thick skin now when it comes to anything that can affect you. I know how I can put a caution, not only a around, cushion around heart, yourself and mm. my mind. I okay. can walk in a place whereby everything they are talking about me is negative. But I know how I can protect my mind and my heart against it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. All right, Dean. And tell me, what do you think you, you wish you had known or done before embarking on this property investment? Any regrets you wish someone had told you earlier? Yes, there is a lot of regret. <laughs> financial education. 
Okay. Financial yes. education. Exactly. Mm. Property education. Yeah. I knew that for you to create wealth. Yeah. For many millionaire wealthy people. Yeah. It's through properties. Yeah. I will, I will, I will, well, I don't have to say I regret, but one but thing you, has been, yes, exactly. You wish you had known it earlier. Mm. Yes, I wish I would know it earlier. And also managing money. Yeah. Yes, yeah. managing money. Mm. We okay. thought money, money is not good. You must, and also mm -hmm. running away from the bank instead of going to the bank. <laughs> okay that's all right okay, okay. Uh -huh. um, so what keeps uh we skipped a question what yeah. ki what keeps you inspired oh okay my expression is when i look at me providing shelter for someone through my property oh okay at me it sees I'm I'm very grateful to say wow I am contributing somewhere somehow yeah, yeah. I have something that I can wake up for and looking forward to say okay at least in this time I know very well that I have provided shelter to someone somewhere mm. that what inspired yeah. me every day and making sure that I improve I don't raise mm. my success. Whatever happened in the past, it has happened. Then what is the next step to take? Okay. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. That and makes what sense. do you think, what do you feel you still need to learn in property? There is a lot that I still have to learn into property. I haven't commercial deal. I haven't been into the commercial properties, which yeah. when I look at, uh, I read some of the books from Robert Kerr telling you about these multi-millions rent commercial properties. You just ask yourself, well, is it something that one one day can be able to do? So education, it's something that uh, I'm looking into every day, acquiring new knowledge, knowing exactly how not to miss any opportunity that is presented to me. Mm. And the opportunity but okay. yeah. not really been well packaged, but if mm. with my property investment eyes, I can be able to see this is opportunity, I must yeah. be able to. Okay, that makes sense. That okay. <laughs> so what one single property resource do you want to share with our listeners? a book or a YouTube video or a podcast that you want to share with our listeners? It must be a property one or an Airbnb one, a resource. Well, I would say the same one that we are doing here. Yeah, this yeah. podcast. This podcast here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have spoken so much. We have touched so many, so many things. things. Yeah. And I believe somewhere, somehow, this can also help someone yeah whenever they are going to come across this they can always be able to learn and take a step further 
in, in the their, property, their journey. Their journey of property that yeah. the managers yeah. get in, yes. Yeah. All righty. Um, yeah, Willie, so. this has been amazing. This has been so amazing. It's mm. it's always it's always such a pleasure to have guests because all of you, you are so different, but you give mm. so much. So thank you, mm. thank you for coming. Yeah. Then, so, Willie, how do people connect with you? Contact you? People are listening to this and are thinking, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> I want him to manage my property. I need to sublet and have house." How do they contact you? I am available on uh, all social medias. And mm -hmm. let me share with you before even I go further. This morning, I received a call. Yeah. And this guy said, I'm calling from uh, attorney, what, 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 regarding uh -huh. one of your property. You are owning 87,000 rand for municipality city of Johannesburg. I oh, said, my gosh. Thank you for calling me because I've been trying to reach out to you. Yeah. You talking to me, and whenever I respond, there is nothing. I say, okay, mm. do you mind to give me the physical address of that property? Yes. When they mention the physical address of the property, it's none of my property. Oh, this okay. is another Willie Kalala. Oh, my goodness. Been, yes, has been in the property industry. I don't want to say anything, but he has made his name, whatever he has done. But many people, whenever they search for him, not always in a good way. Mm. Because oh, his name okay. is Willie Kalala. Oh, my gosh. But when they search Willie Kalala online, I'm the one who comes up. And without okay. doing more research... They will just call and say, this is one, two, three. So my Facebook is Willie Kalala. They can see there is a lot of travel and okay. a, uh, uh, property and Airbnb. Okay. okay. You will still find me again as Willie Kalala. You go to Twitter, is Willie Kalala. And also YouTube is still Willie Kalala. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. Okay, and it's associated with the travel and tourism. Your exactly, profile yes, is associated yes, with exactly. the travel and tourism. and tourism. Okay, and it's Mount Mount Zion. Zion. Okay. And travels, yes. Okay, tours and travels. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Thank you again to an awesome guest, and thank you for being so so gracious, uh, Willie, and thank you for being generous with the information. Airbnb scares me. I look at it and I just think, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's one of the many strategies. Somebody okay. is listening with interest and yeah. somebody is wanting to begin their business, and this is their resource. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, here we. Okay. Thank you for wow. having me. And uh, I don't know what to say, but it has been a wonderful uh, time that we spent together. And I believe yeah. I'll again have another session. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, oh, definitely. Thank you so and much. And we Lily. know now where to go when yes. we want to when we want to take a short left anywhere in South <laughs> Africa because my, Mount Zion will take us. Thank yes, you, Willie, and have a good day. Yeah. Thank you so much, and you too. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Thank you, Mizo. Thank you, Property Magicians. Thank you, Willie. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers.
Thank you for listening, Property Magicians. My name is Vangilia Makwakwa, and I am your host on the show. I help people heal their ancestral money stories so that they can fall in love with their bank accounts, become financially free, and live their best lives. So if you would love to increase your income, or you'd love to pay off your debts and increase your savings, contact me. You can contact me on the Wealthy Money website at wealthy-money.com. Again, wealthy-money.com. Or you can email me at vangile at wealthy-money.com. Again, vangile at wealthy-money.com. Find me on Facebook on the Wealthy Money group or on the Wealthy Money page or find me on Twitter and Instagram as vangile makwakwa. Now over to my co-host. Thank you for listening. I am Dr. Miranda Prop Doc, Doc Mum on all the social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm the host of Property Magicians Podcast and I'm a property mentor. I mentor newbie property investors to help them to begin and to take action. Your journey into property investment begins with me from property registration, from property company registration to picking the correct strategy that suits where you are at. Find me on my inbox at Miranda at wealthy-money.com. Again, inbox me at Miranda at wealthy-money.com if you want me to help you start your property journey.